Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now mostly cloudy, 34 degrees. We have a gusty north wind making it feel even chillier out there. At least eight children are among the 22 people who were hit by gunfire in a shooting at the conclusion of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade Wednesday. Police say one person was killed. She was identified as radio station KKFI DJ Lisa Lopez. Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas has joined with mayors across the country in calling for new laws to reduce gun violence, including mandating universal background checks. Those who have experienced or been part of or connected to a mass shooting, that is something that I hope we all recognize is highly problematic for all of us. I continue to commend our police officers, our firefighters, and others who were there to respond instantly. But we also need to figure out a way to make sure that things like this stop happening in our country. Authorities say three people have been detained in the investigation. Former President Donald Trump's legal team is requesting the Supreme Court to hear his election interference case early. Fox's David Sprunt reports. Special counsel Jack Smith urging the Supreme Court to reject former President Trump's petitions to extend a delay in his election interference trial and to hear the case, saying there's a national interest in seeing the crimes alleged in this case resolved promptly. The former president's lawyers asking justices to block a D.C. Circuit Court decision rejecting claims he's immune from prosecution on charges he plotted to overturn his 2020 election laws. Smith adding if the court does take the case, it should hear arguments next month and issue a final ruling by late June. June. Justices previously hearing arguments over whether the GOP presidential frontrunner should be disqualified from the ballot in Colorado for his actions on January 6, 2021. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. A Wichita man has been sentenced to two years in prison for a crash in 2022 that killed his son. 29-year-old David Saucedo pleaded guilty in 2023 to involuntary manslaughter while driving under the influence and driving with a suspended license. His nine-year-old son died after the car they were in hit a truck and a wall. Salcedo was also ordered to pay nearly $10,000 in restitution. The Kansas House has passed Bain's Law, which increases the penalties for harming or killing a police dog. Under current law, anyone convicted would face a sentence of from 30 days to one year in jail or prison. The Police Dog Protection Act, if approved, would triple the minimum amount of time served as well as a fine of up to $10,000. The bill now advances to the Kansas Senate. 
A migrant who assaulted an NYPD officer in Times Square last week has been arrested again, this time for a different crime. Fox's Bill Mnuchin has more. 19-year-old Darwin Andres Gomez Isquiel is accused of assaulting a Macy security guard and stealing clothes worth over $600 and is now back in custody for this new crime. Now, before he was captured, NYPD posted in part, quote, one of the migrants who assaulted our officers last week in Times Square is back at it again. This time he was part of a group that robbed a department store in Queens. They also assaulted an employee. Police are still looking for three other people who were involved in the robbery. At Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, Chairman Ryan Beatty read a proclamation declaring February as Black History Month. The origins of Black History Month date back to 1915 when Dr. Carter G. Woodson founded the organization known today as the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. Black History Month was officially recognized for the first time in 1976. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Stephen Thin of the morning, KNSS, 6.08 now, eight minutes past 6 o'clock, 33 degrees. This coming Tuesday, February 20th, is the last day you can register to vote or change your party affiliation for the Kansas presidential primary. It is also the deadline to submit an advanced mail ballot application. For this primary, only registered Republicans or Democrats can vote for candidates in their declared party. A convicted killer in New York State has been freed on a technicality. Terrence Lewis had his indictment dismissed and was released earlier this month from a maximum security prison in Seneca County where he had been serving a sentence of 22 years to life for a 2015 fatal drive-by shooting. A judge ruled Monroe County officials violated federal law when he was sent back to federal prison in Pennsylvania where he was serving a sentence for a drug conviction as he awaited trial in the New York case. That law, approved by Congress in 1970, says a prison prisoner charged with an unrelated crime in another jurisdiction must be held and tried in that jurisdiction before being returned to the place of their original imprisonment or else the case must be dismissed. Lee Silicera, Fox News. The inventor of a supermarket staple has died. Michigan native William Post, known by Bill, is credited with inventing a beloved toaster treat. Pop-Tarts! Crazy good. Though he'd always say it was a team effort. Pop-Tarts introduced in 1964 after a request from Kellogg's reps. The then unfrosted pastry sold out in two weeks. Post worked at the Heckman Biscuit Company, which would eventually become Keebler. Starting with a part-time gig washing trucks at 16, he served time in the Army Air Corps, attended Calvin College, wrote to plant manager and eventually was promoted to senior vice president. He survived by his kids, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. Bill Post was 96. Lillian Wu, Fox News. More than 160 couples married on Valentine's Day in San Francisco. To have and to hold from this day forward. It was a busy and bustling day at San Francisco City Hall. Serious and yet joyful. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Yay, you may kiss. Woo! Valentine's Day will always be extra special for those who chose this day to marry. Couples come from around the Bay Area, the state, and the world to marry in San Francisco. We do our marriages in English, French, Spanish, and Cantonese languages if requested. John Plesch has worked in City Hall for 23 years. Married about 10,000 couples. 
It's so much fun to be with people, and they're so happy. In San Francisco, Alice Schwartz, Fox News. KNSS News, time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Had a traffic accident a little bit earlier, southbound on I-235. It was between Central and Kellogg. Looks like things are back to normal going through there now. So uh, that has been taken care of. But again, that was uh, that was southbound on I-235 between Central and Kellogg. Right now, traffic volume still looking pretty light here in the Wichita area. Traffic update, 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The wind has switched to the north, and that has ushered in some cooler air across south-central Kansas. We can expect to be partly cloudy and breezy today with a high 52. Variable clouds overnight. We drop to the freezing mark at 32. Then a secondary system arrives with a chance of light rain or light snow briefly Friday and a high near 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 33 degrees, and we have a north wind gusting to 29 miles per hour at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Yeah, that north wind's putting a little bite in the air. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Yeah, it's uh, it's really blowing out there. That's it. When I came in earlier this morning, it, it, it wasn't there yet. And then when I went to QT a while ago, it had showed up. That blustery or moderately brusty north wind making it feel kind of chilly. Hmm. Another beautiful day across central Kansas Wednesday. It was breezy. Wichita's high temperature, 67 degrees. Normal high, 49. And we had a 44-mile-per-hour south wind gust clock at Eisenhower Airport. That's a pretty nice breeze, 44. This is uh, the 15th day of February, right in the middle. On this date in 1895, the western Gulf Coast was struck by the biggest snowstorm ever. Around 20 inches hit Houston. 20 inches of snow in Houston. Well, around six inches was measured uh, in Brownsville, Texas. Right down, that's right down on the coast. Uh, it's just before you get to Mexico, right across the, the border. But 20 inches of snow in Houston, I, I can't imagine. That's a, well, 20 inches of snow anywhere, anywhere. is weird, but it's Houston. much less Houston. <laughs> that is. On this date in 1898, the U.S. battleship Maine mysteriously blew up in Havana Harbor killing more than 260 crew members and bringing the United States closer to war with Spain. You know, I'm thinking for a battleship to blow up and kill 260 crew members, that must have been one heck of an explosion. Pretty bad. What? And and what the conspiracy are that I guess we we blamed uh, the Spanish or the Cubans for doing it. But uh, over the years there have been conspiracy theories about that. But, man, that had to be. A huge explosion to do something like that. Hmm. And, of course, the mast of the Maine is in Arlington National Cemetery. Is that what that is? Yeah, I've seen that, sure. And that was a, uh, Then we had uh, T- Teddy Roosevelt come in it's with the Rough Riders, a group of uh, basically cowboys and college guys, and they all got together, and he, he got Congress to let him do it, and down he went. Teddy Roosevelt's an interesting man. He always wanted to be at war. He wanted, to, and he got his way. He was he was in battle over there in in Cuba. I don't know if he wanted war, but he wanted to be part he, of the action. That's right. He wanted to be in the war. He wanted to be to, to prove his, I guess, his manhood. There you go. Scaffolding that shrouded the top of Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris following a devastating fire in April of 2019 is being removed, marking a milestone in its reconstruction. The partial removal of the shelf 
The shell of the edifice's summit this month is revealing the cathedral's new spire for the first time, adorned with a golden rooster and cross. In a glimpse of its expected appearance upon completion, there has been anticipation among Paris residents as Notre Dame is on track to reopen December 8th. The cathedral will not be open to the public during the Paris Olympics in July and August, when the city will host millions for the summer games. Much of the cathedral remains surrounded by scaffolding, which could uh, take weeks, if not months, to remove. That is, I, you know, I've never seen it before, but I can tell that is a huge, huge building. And when we went through Paris, we went through so rapidly, we, we stopped at the Eiffel Tower. We didn't, we should have gone over to see the, the cathedral at Notre Dame. We did not. Have you seen that? I'm sure you have. You were I in, have you were, sung there. You were in Paris. You got to sing it. Is it huge? It just looks like Well, it. it's one of those massive Gothic oh, cathedrals. It yeah, is. Yeah. And I guess they're doing the reconstruction. They, there's a lot of wood involved and uh, some intricate detail work they're having to do. And uh, it's, so it went, the fire was in 2019. We're now five years five later. Five years. Finally they, going to get it open later, later this, this year, year after the so. Olympics. Yeah. How many people let it hold? Probably hundreds. Hundreds. A couple of hundreds. Maybe a thousand or more. Hmm. I've been to the the cathedral at uh, in the north of France, and I'm not going to remember the name of the town now. Gosh, Christ. It's where they uh, signed the treaty ending World War II. It's the one we went to, and it was something else. It was massive, too. Uh, I'll remember the name of the, the city in a few minutes here, but uh, it's a beautiful area, France, I think. Uh, just And that's a beautiful cathedral. It's good to have it back one of these days. It's uh, coming up on 617, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And it is time for leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, yesterday began as a day of celebration in Kansas City, Missouri. It's the Kansas City Chiefs celebrating their back-to-back Super Bowl championship. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves says three people are in custody amid an investigation into a shooting at the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory parade that left one person dead and 21 others injured by gunfire, including children. Our investigators are working with all of the surviving victims to connect them with loved ones. Officials say eight people had injuries characterized as immediately life-threatening, noting they've recovered at least one firearm, not sharing details, and asking anyone with information or video of the incident to come forward. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Of course, the, of course, the fatal shooting yesterday that took a life and injured several children turned into a day of tragedy and chaos after yeah. the championship parade. College men's basketball, Wichita State, is on the road tonight visiting East Carolina. Start of a two-game road swing in the state of North Carolina. Shockers have never lost in Greenville, North Carolina. 3-0 all-time. Shocks, though, are trying to win a game on the road. They haven't done that in three months. They've lost seven straight road games. Shockers are a one-and-a-half-point underdog going into this one. Shane Dennis and Bob Hull have live coverage of the game tonight. Free game at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening. Shocks on the road. You'll listen live on 103.7 KEYN. We'll talk K-State men's basketball tonight. The weekly edition of the Jerome Tang Radio Show with the head coach at 7 o'clock. K-State's had the whole week off to get ready to host TCU Saturday morning in Manhattan. Jerome Tang Radio Show tonight, 7 o'clock. It's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Juco men's basketball last night, 22nd-ranked Butler Community College on the road at Dodge City. Dennis Higgins had the call of the game on KFH, and the Butler Grizzlies won that game 84-76.
Butler is now 19-5 on the season, back-to-back wins. College women's basketball last night. Friends University wins again on the road at Southwestern. 81-66 was the final score. The Friends ladies now on a 12-game winning streak. Now 20-5 on the season. They're in third place in the conference. First place team in the conference is the Tabor women. They won again last night. Beat Bethel at home 57-48. A nine-game winning streak for the Tabor ladies. They're now 21-4 on the season. Juco basketball action last night. Great matchups. Hutchinson Community College on the road at Cowley. Start with the women's game. The Hutchinson women are ranked number one in the nation. And they won again. Beat Cowley 81-62. The Hutchinson women are 24-0 on the season. Ranked number one in the nation, like we said. Then the men's matchup was two top 15 teams. 15th-ranked Hutchinson visiting 9th-ranked Cowley. What a game. Hutchinson wins it 88-86. The Hutchinson men are undefeated on the road this season, and they've got a seven-game winning streak, 21-3 and on the season. What great matchups there. Hey, we got good news for a former soccer basketball player. Of course, rookie in the NBA for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Craig Porter Jr. And the Shocker now has been given a full contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers, Whoa. a four-year deal for $8 million. <laughs> How about that? That's gravy. You're a Shocker Craig Porter Jr., rookie in the NBA, and now he's got a nice contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a great, great story there. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA last night went on the road in Utah, beat the Jazz 138-122, to starting at guard for the Lakers. Former Wichita State Shocker Austin Reeves, 9 of 13 shooting last night. 22 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 3 steals. The Lakers have won 4 straight road games. They've won 6 out of 7 overall. Going into the All-Star break, the Lakers in the number nine spot in the Western Conference. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. Cathedral at Ram, or you don't pronounce it that way. It's spelled R-E-I-M-S. Mm-hmm. That is where the, uh, where the coronation of the kings took place in France for many, many years. Beautiful place. R-E-I-M-S, and I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's not even close to Ram. It's in French. I don't know French. All right, Ted. Uh, let's see. Coming up, we've got uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. He's going to be talking about the loneliness epidemic. That's on the way with Stephen Head of the Morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve Backensosh, Ted Woodward. 6.30 on this Thursday morning, 33 degrees. Gunfire erupted at the end of Wednesday's parade to celebrate the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win. Kansas City Interim Fire Chief Ross Grundison says there were 22 gunshot victims with one fatality. We had eight what we considered immediately life-threatening patients. We had seven with uh, life-threatening injuries, and we had six that were at minor injuries. Of the most serious, the immediately life-threatening injuries, we had eight of those. Those were all transported and off the scene and route to hospitals within 10 minutes. Eight children were among the 22 people hit by gunfire. The woman killed was identified by her employer, KKFI as radio DJ Lisa Lopez, including the gunshot victims and other injuries. Nearly 30 people were hurt in the shooting, according to information from hospital officials. Authorities say three people have been detained in the investigation. A man who pled guilty to stealing an SUV with a six-year-old girl inside has been sentenced to just under five years in prison. 35-year-old Benjamin Brady was charged with kidnapping and theft. The girl's father left her in the car when he went into a liquor store in North Wichita three years ago. Brady got into the vehicle and drove it to Oklahoma with the girl inside. 
The Oklahoma Highway Patrol located and stopped the SUV about 22 miles south of the state line. The girl was not injured. There's been an alarming increase in the number of threats made against public officials. The number of threats targeting federal judges has more than doubled over the last three years amid a surge in violent and harassing messages directed at public officials all around the country. Ron Davis, the head of the U.S. Marshals Service, told a congressional hearing Wednesday they investigated 457 threats against federal judges last year. Davis said core to our democracy is an independent judiciary that can operate safely without the threat of violence. He also testified there's been a troubling increase in swatting or fake 911 calls aimed at provoking a police response. Jack Callahan, Fox News. The Department of Veterans Affairs says it surpassed its goal of housing homeless veterans by more than 22% last year. They were able to permanently house over 46,000 homeless veterans in 2023, surpassing the calendar year goal to house 38,000 veterans by 22.5%. This is the second year in a row that the VA has housed more than 40,000 homeless veterans. In 2022, it housed more than 40,000 formerly homeless veterans, prevented more than 17,000 veterans and their families from falling into homelessness, and helped nearly 192,000 additional veterans' families who are experiencing financial difficulties to retain their homes or avoid foreclosure. The VA utilizes an evidence-based housing first approach to combat veteran homelessness by reaching out to homeless veterans in order to understand and address their unique needs. The approach prioritizes getting a veteran into housing and then providing them with the wraparound support they need to stay housed, including health care, job training, legal and education assistance, and more. To find out more about the VA's efforts to end veteran homelessness, click on the link in our news story. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. After enjoying some spring-like weather the last few days, some cooler air has come in behind a trough of low pressure. Another system will arrive early tomorrow. Still, though, today's high running above average, up to 52, partly cloudy overnight, turning colder are low 32, and a chance of light rain mixed with snow early Friday and near 40. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a cloudy sky. We have a north wind gusting to 29 miles per hour and 33 degrees. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.34 here on this Thursday morning, the 15th day of February. It was on this date in 1879. President Rutherford B. Hayes signed a bill allowing female attorneys to argue cases before the Supreme Court. 1879, the uh, females who could argue the cases before the Supreme Court got to vote about... They, they couldn't vote. About uh, 45 years later, something like that. <laughs> what, was it 1918 or was it 1915? We finally got suffrage. One of those, right around World War I, when uh, women were finally granted the right to vote in America, U.S., USA. We got a stingray that has lived for years in North Carolina's aquarium without a male companion, and yet she is pregnant. Oh! The animal is named Charlotte. 
and is expected to give birth in the next two weeks. Brenda Raymer is executive director of the Aquarium and Shark Lab in the Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge Mountain town of Hendersonville. A town in the Blue Ridge Mountain has an aquarium. <laughs> this is exotic life, wildlife in it. She says Charlotte was, has, has experienced uh, uh, parthenogenesis. It's a type of asexual reproduction in which offspring develop from unfertilized eggs. The Immaculate Conception. For a stingray. For a stingray. The mostly rare phenomenon can... Mostly rare. Mostly rare. So it does happen. <laughs> it does happen. It can occur in various animals, though it doesn't happen in mammals. Recent examples have included California condors, Komodo dragons, and yellow-bellied water snakes. Now the miracle of nature. Yeah. yellow Finding a way to survive and get to the next generation. And be a mommy. That's pretty interesting. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. I was talking about the Cathedral at Rems. It's pronounced Rennes. And again, it's it's a beautiful cathedral in the north of France. And it's the it's a town where uh, the Allies and the Germans signed their accords to end World War II. And if you ever get there, it's it's just beautiful. They're just a beautiful, beautiful place. All right, uh, cop in South Bend, Indiana, found a dog with its mouth zip tied shut. Oh, yeah. In other words, around the muzzle, somebody had done a zip tie. Dog is okay and in much better situation now after the cop adopted him. Oh. She named him Zeus. Oh, there you go. So it's, it has a happy ending there. Yeah. Poor doggy. Stupid Ted of the morning here on KNSA. Hey, when's your next uh, PA announcing job out at, out at Coke? You got it on this Maybe weekend? Maybe a week from the night. Really? Maybe. Okay. Somewhere in the middle of next week. All right. Week from Wednesday. How many? They don't have any home games, home games left, do they? Only three. Huh? Three home games left for the Shocker men. God, see the Shockers at home. Coming up Sunday, KNSS Music Series, 6 to 7 p.m. It's an hour-long special in support of the 50th anniversary edition of Paul McCartney and Wings' third album, 1973's Band on the Run. So you're going to hear some music and uh, some interviews and some commentary, and it should be a very fun and interesting and amusing program. KNSS Music Series, Sunday night, 6 p.m., right here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll be a good listen. Yeah. All right, let's uh, go ahead and take a look at the... uh, KNSS Commodities Update this morning with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Wednesday, the feeder cattle closed negative for the second straight session and the live cattle negative for the third straight session. Unexpectedly, cash cattle started trading in Kansas on over 12,000 head at an average price of 179.84. That is down $2 from last week. Now, our lean hogs yesterday shot to the upside and scored nine session highs. At the close, April live cattle were down $1.10 at 184. March feeders down $1.77 at 246.22. And April lean hogs were up $3.45 at 84.52. Now, the slide to lower prices continued yesterday for the wheat, corn, and soybean futures. Concern over more price-negative data from today and Friday's USDA annual outlook forum reports. And the overnight trading has added more downside to our grain and soybean futures as they are now trading at three-year lows. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat down six and three quarters at 581. 
March corn's up a quarter of a penny at 4.24.5. March soybeans down a penny at 11.69.5. April crude oil 50 cents lower at 75.86. April gold $4.90 higher at $2,009.20. The March S&P 7.5 points higher at 5,025.5. March dollar index down 14 cents at 104.47. And March Dow Jones futures up 58 points at 38,552. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Left for Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Forecast showing, yeah, just a little bit of chance of rain maybe tomorrow in our area. Uh, what are conditions uh, like now? We still, as you can, you always say, we could still use more rain. And pretty much true in Kansas. But uh, this is what was once considered kind of a desert, wasn't it? I mean, it's pretty dry. <laughs> We was pretty dry at one point here. Uh, we still need enough moisture to build up the subsoil. You know, that's the thing that we've got to have built up to make it through the drier times like in the summer ahead of us. That subsoil, how deep does that go when you talk about subsoil? Well, it depends on what part of the state you're in because it varies tremendously, you know. Oh, really? Okay. You're looking at... Um, some of this heavy clay, the subsoil, you know, doesn't go as deep as it does in some of these sandier soils. Okay. All right. So we need more rain, you think? We will in the long run. You always are going to need some rain. There's still some areas that we need to get ponds filled. That means we've got to have enough rain to have runoff. Really? It's just they haven't. It's, it's, things been going on so long that it already went dry on us almost. Uh, all right. Oh, we had ponds that was dry during the grazing season last summer. Okay, John. There are a couple of towns in southeast Kansas running dangerously low on water. Drinking and... That's exactly... Yeah. Yes, they had emergency situations down there in parts of southeast Kansas, especially along the Oklahoma border. Hmm. All right. I don't, I don't think of that as a very dry place. It's kind of like the Ozarks down there in that part of the world. Well, usually... You're right, Steve. Usually, southeast Kansas has the largest rainfall of any place in the state. Yeah. Oh, okay. Weird weather. Weird and wacky weather, but... Thank you, Tom. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities uh, with Steve and Ted in the morning. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker, right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve and Ted in the morning. 6.46 now of this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three Kansas House passes Bain's Law, increasing penalties for harming police dogs. Two. Lawyers asking courts to speed up Donald Trump's election interference trial. One. One dead, 21 injured in gunfire at conclusion of Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. In traffic right now, we've still got a uh, injury traffic accident that's being worked on. This is... Uh, pretty close to Arthur, uh, Oliver and MacArthur. Oliver and MacArthur, watch out in that area. Some really heavy traffic down there right now as well. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and cooler today with a high of 54 degrees. Yesterday's high was 67. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 35. Friday, partly sunny, breezy and cooler. Tomorrow's high. Just 42 degrees, now cloudy. A north wind gusting to 29 miles per hour and 33 degrees. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. 
Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas, in historic Delano. Stephen Ted of the Morning, ever thought of a world without passwords? Fox on set. Work passwords could be getting phased out for body scans. According to a Wall Street Journal report, biometrics experts say companies can use facial recognition and other biometric scans to allow access to anything from a parking garage to a work computer, locking out those who aren't recognized or cleared by the tech. The report says switching to the new technology could replace the need for remembering a badge or a password and offer stronger protection, but could also cause concerns of how businesses use biometric data. Most companies that employ it say they encrypt and anonymize employee info for their protection. And it isn't considered a foolproof method yet, with one security expert warning that currently there aren't great protocols should the biometric tech make a mistake, such as confusing someone's fingerprint or facial scan. Security experts, though, say biometric data provides more convenient logins, as well as added protection, including against cyber attacks for the company. With Fox on Tech, I'm Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. On Wall Street Wednesday, the Dow closed up 152 points, S&P up 47, NASDAQ up 204 points. Markets in rebound mode, all three major averages finishing in the green after Tuesday's sell-off on higher-than-expected inflation data. Big tech, industrial, and financial stocks leading today's bounce as falling bond yields gave the markets a lift. Yesterday's sell-off highlighted investor concerns about interest rates and the likelihood that the Fed will pause plans for rate cuts. But today, Chicago Fed Chief Austin Goolsby saying he believes rates are on the path to 2%. Uber shares higher after announcing a $7 billion stock buyback plan. Tomorrow, January retail sales will be out and closely watched by investors for clues to the health of consumers. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, is with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, the difference, uh, there, there's a huge difference that just six months can make. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, logic dictates that you don't want to stop working until you have enough put away before you retire. Well, none of us want to fret over money or end up penniless with just Social Security to survive on. So how can we solve for this? It may depend upon just six months more work. The National Bureau of Economic Research released a paper that concludes that you can create a much better life in retirement if you stick to your work for just an extra three to six months. The paper suggests that working a bit longer can have the same impact on retirement standard of livings as savings, saving an additional percentage point of labor earnings over 30 years. Now, the boost from working a bit longer is consistent across all income levels, whether, whether single or married. The study suggests that working just one month beyond an initial planned retirement provides the equivalent increase in retirement income as initiating, as initiating additional savings of one percentage point of earnings a decade before retirement. That makes sense, sort of. Anyway, here's, here's an example. From a study, a 66-year-old who stays on the job for one year longer could see a 7.75% increase in inflation-adjusted retirement income while a 1% increase in the share of earnings saved from those ages 36 to, 36 to 66 would boost inflation-adjusted retirement income by just over 2%. In other words, they're saying you work one year longer 
at the end of your career is the same. It's almost the same as thirty as as adding a percentage per point more of savings for thirty years from ages thirty six to sixty six. But why? Well, how does that work? Well, there are three primary reasons that were cited in that study. More is saved the longer one works, the longer contributions are made, which will grow that asset base. Annuitized pensions get cheaper as we get older. So if we wait, we pay less but get greater income. Social Security benefits benefits increase as we age. Delaying benefits increases retirement credits and increases Social Security income. So doing all three of those things, uh, that comes with just staying on the job a bit longer. The biggest impact from delaying Social Security. Um, so, so you know, how about how about just working another few months there, Steve? No, why not? Why not? You're going to do it. The other part of that is you work three more months. That's three less months you're going to live. So that's how it works out. Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, that does because your your life is going to be reduced by three months <laughs> that you work longer. But it's always something. You know, yeah, yeah, it's a, a trade off. But that's you know that's a whole game with financial planning. We're trying to figure out when we're going to die. You know, we're trying to guess it at, at, at that. But we you know have a lot of good tools to get pretty close. So well, it's best to plan ahead, as you always say, and uh, yeah. It's always good advice, Don. Thank you. So, what do you think of the parade yesterday? And the the it's just <sighs> terrible, isn't it? We, you can't uh, do. When you, is something gonna be done? This just drives me up the never, wall. Never. You're gonna go to a parade or a public outing, and you just better be ready. It's just gonna be a part of life. It's, huh? it's like it's worse than the old west. Yeah. Yeah. If you study the old west, it wasn't nearly that bad in the old west. Yeah. It, it, anyway. Uh, Sad, sad time. It is. All right, let's think about something happier, okay? How about Singles Awareness Day? So that you, know, yeah, you become is, aware that you're single? There's, there's three of you, and, uh, and there's just I'm the old married guy here. Uh, just pointing out of the way, the sing, singles, the singleton benefits our communities. Several benefits to being unattached. It says here that singles can come and go as they please with no regard to a partner's schedule. Wants or needs. There you go. Thank you for married explaining to me what a single person is. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you, singles singles have the. I didn't the, want to the, get involved in this. Go ahead. Singles support the economy in a greater amount, uh, not only because they're out spending more, but because they are paying higher taxes. Mm-hmm. There is That's a singles for darn yeah, sure in taxes. Sure. Gosh, We've had that forever, haven't we? Yeah. All right. Well. There's a day we've got set aside for singles people to try to cheer you up a little bit. Yeah. If you need it. Dad, you seem to be pretty cheerful to me all the time. So, Dad's, Dad's cheerful all the time. Dad yeah. is one That cheerful. was supposed to cheer me up? <laughs> well, okay. I, I start trying. I don't know. So I, I was, suppose it's no coincidence that it was a day after Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's, but, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. They, it I didn't even think about it. Somebody came up with it because the day after Valentine's Day and all that uh, couple stuff. Yeah, so let's, let's celebrate singles. Anyway. It should be the day before. No, that's maybe we can try that next year. How yeah. About? Okay. That's why that's Galentine's Day. Galentine's. Oh, yeah. oh, is it the day before? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they went out on Valentine's. Galentine. Day. Okay. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Six fifty-five. Uh, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up seven o'clock. Top of the hour news. We'll bring you the latest on the victory parade shooting in Kansas City yesterday, and lawyers want to speed up Trump's election interference trial. That's on the way with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. And now the KSN Storm Trackers forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? You have a happy Valentine's Day? Oh, super duper. Yeah, but great. Yeah, mine wasn't too bad either. Thankfully, I am in a very close relationship with both my couch and my bed. So, hey, now. Nice nap. That's, that's true love. <laughs> nice, oh, yeah. Nice nice nap all day long. It was perfect. But I, I hope everybody out there listening had a happy Valentine's Day as well. Uh, when it comes to uh, our weather ahead, we do have some changes to talk about. Really, up and down temperatures, a few chances for moisture. That kind of sums up what we're going to be going through over the coming days, this weekend, all the way into next week. So we'll have mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies today. We do have some cloud cover out there now, but it shouldn't be necessarily overcast, mostly cloudy all day long. 53 degrees for a high. Now, we got up to 67 yesterday. It was a pretty warm afternoon for our Wednesday. But even though 53 for a high today may not seem all that bad, it's all about that drop in our temperature. So we had a cold front recently roll through. This is going to drop us down even more by the end of the work and school week as we drop down to a high of 43 degrees by the time we head into our Friday. And also to wrap up the week, there's going to be a 10% chance of rain, maybe mixing with a few snowflakes. Those chances, though, still at a minimum and will actually begin to kick into gear late tonight and especially into around mid-morning Friday, so we'll have to watch out for that as well. The winter coats, though, going to need to stay on not only Friday, but Saturday, too, as we only get up to a high of 44 degrees. But at least there's going to be mostly sunny skies, and then another mild turn right after that. So we'll jump back up to 56 for a high come Sunday. We'll also wrap up the weekend with more sunshine. 60 on Monday, only a small 10% chance of rain to kickstart the new work and school week. 63 on Tuesday, 68 Wednesday. Once again, getting close to that 70 degree mark. And then we may drop down a little bit come Thursday. So far, we're going with middle 60s though. Right now, we're in the low to middle 30s. So it is a chilly start to the day. It's a bit on the breezy side too definitely need to make sure that we just bundle up again as we kickstart our thursday sounds good little yeah a little breezy out there and it's nippy in that that north wind yeah all right thank you ron l the ksn storm strikers <laughs> forecast with kansas today meteorologist ron l williams he was having some sort of an affair with his furniture there did you hear that Ted? well yeah it sounded like it <laughs> hey you gotta love your couch <laughs> who doesn't all right just uh February 15th here with Stephen Ted in the morning. Had another beautiful day across central Kansas Wednesday. And the high temperature yesterday was 67, normal high 49. And we had a 44-mile-per-hour wind gust clock from the south at Eisenhower. Now, today, Ooh. the wind is switched around to the north, and it's gusting up to about 30. On this date in 1895, the western Gulf Coast was struck by its biggest snowstorm ever. Around 20 inches hit Houston. Well, around six inches measured in Brownsville, Texas. That is a lot of snow for that part of the world. A lot of snow for this part of the world. A lot of snow anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On this date in 1950, Walt Disney's animated film, Cinderella, premiered in Boston. One of the great classics. Yeah. With all those little mouse that turned into coachmen. Yeah. And the little birds and a pumpkin that turned into a coach. Mm -hmm. Wow. What a great movie. Walt Disney's Cinderella. Birthday today. Jane Seymour, 73 years old today. Hey, now. 
Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, Me one too. Of my wife's favorites. She loved her. And of course, her favorite movie is my wife's favorite movie, Somewhere in Time. And Jane was Love in that. that movie. That's a good She's movie. She's so pretty in that. And she was a psychic uh, Bond girl. Bond, yeah, James Bond. James Bond film Live and Let Die. That was in 1973. So she's having a birthday today. And Jane Seymour is 73 years old. Stephen's head in the morning, and we had a, something about National Singles Day or Singles Awareness Day or something like that. Well, here's another one for you for a Singles Awareness. A woman in Baltimore named Jenny Libertini just turned 109 years old. Bless her heart. And her friends say the secret to her longevity is staying single for so long. She's been yeah. divorced for decades. Men need not apply. I'm 109 and doing fine. She says she has no stress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she just plays a lot of bingo. Oh. Yeah. 109 years old. And I don't need no man. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Seven, coming up on 717. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And it is sports time again. Here's Ted Woodward, Ted. Yeah, as we, uh, we mentioned, yesterday began as a day of celebration for the Kansas City Chiefs fans in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, with the big parade and pep rally. 3P! 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 Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones led the chanting before thousands of fans in a sea of red. The party took place three days after Kansas City won its third Super Bowl in five years. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes said despite adversity, his team stood tall at the end of the season. They all doubted us. I don't want to hear any different. But you know who came through in the end. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers in overtime to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly two decades. Bob Wartali, Fox News. But a day of celebration quickly turned the other way as a mass shooting took place after the pep rally. Three people now detained for this shooting. More than 20 people were shot. One woman, a DJ in Kansas City, was shot and killed, a mother of two. Comments on this from ESPN's Adam Schefter. For their third Super Bowl title in five for a city that has hosted the Super Bowl parades before. But this now, tragically, unfortunately, will go down as the parade that is marred by a shooting, by a death, by injuries, in what is now the latest incident that we've had in our country. And we are not immune to this anywhere, at any time, at any moment. It can be in temples, in churches, in malls, in stores, in nightclubs, in Super Bowl parades. Shootings are a regular a part of our society, tragically. And once again, three people detained after that shooting as we await more details throughout the day on that horrible incident yesterday after the pep rally up in Kansas City. We had JUCO men's basketball action last night. 22nd-ranked Butler Community College on the road visiting Dodge City. Dennis Higgins had the call for the Butler game over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Drake still with a dribble, drives through the lane, and goes up for a layup and scores it. He's zigged and zagged his way. That dribble, there, ball stolen, and a layup up and in by Amari Haney. The Grizzlies with four quick points have tied the game 67-67. Haney with a timely steal and a layup off an inbound play. Nice. Butler goes on to win it, 84-76. Butler ranked number 22 in the nation, now 19-5 on the season with back-to-back victories there. College women's basketball last night. Kansas wins at home, beats Cincinnati 75-60 at Allen Fieldhouse. KU women have won 19 of the last 20 on home court. 
on a four-game winning streak, now tied for sixth place in the Big 12 Conference. We have Wichita State men's basketball tonight. The Shockers are on the road at East Carolina. Shockers are a one-and-a-half-point underdog. Shocks trying to get back in the win column after losing seven straight road games. Haven't won a road game in three months. Shockers have never lost in Greenville, North Carolina, though. 3-0 and visiting the Pirates. Shane Dennis and Bob Hull will have live coverage of the game beginning at 5 p.m. Shocks will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening at East Carolina. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. Women's basketball last night, another win for Friends. Friends women win on the road at Southwestern, 81-66. That is now a 12-game winning streak for the Friends ladies. They're in third place in the conference, now with a record of 20-5 and on the season. All the hard work has paid off for Craig Porter Jr. Of course, last year he was playing for the Shockers. Now he's a rookie with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was on a two-way contract until now. He's now signed a full contract with the Cavaliers. Craig Porter Jr., the rookie, gets a four-year deal for $8 million. How about that? Pretty good. From the Shockers last year to a multimillionaire a year later. How about that? Craig Porter Jr., in his rookie year with the Cleveland Cavaliers, gets a nice contract right there. It's pretty cool. That is Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. You need to switch your dog food to the Farmer's Dog. For a healthier weight to more energy, switch. The effects can feel magical. The Farmer's Dog. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. COVID protocols are about to change. That's on the way with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 724. On a Thursday morning, three big things. One dead, 21 injured in gunfire at conclusion of Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City. Two. Lawyers asking courts to speed up Donald Trump's election interference trial. One. Kansas House passes Bain's Law, increasing penalties for harming police dogs. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. We have a stalled out vehicle eastbound. This is uh, on K96 at Webb Road. So, uh, again, that's uh, eastbound K96 right around Webb Road. Watch for a uh, traffic slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Traffic on KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two locations, downtown at Market and Waterman, and now 47th Street South and Broadway. That's in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny and cooler today with a high of 54 degrees. Yesterday's high was 67. Now we have a cloudy sky, 32 degrees, a north wind. Gusting to 30 miles per hour at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know what makes a perfect gift for any occasion? That's anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas, is in historic Delano. Chief's victory parade ends with deadly gunfire. That story and more news coming up on the half hour with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is House Call for Health. 
Americans who test positive for COVID-19 may no longer need to stay home from work and school for five days. The Washington Post. Nationally recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. Here on this Thursday morning, 32 degrees now with a gusty north wind. The Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade turned into a tragic scene after a shooting. Fox's Kevin Cork tells us more. At least 22 people were confirmed shot, including one who was killed at that Chiefs Super Bowl rally. Viral video posted on social media, however, appears to show the unbridled heroism of those in the vicinity of one of the alleged shooters. These folks risking life and limb to take down the alleged assailant, an incredible scene to be sure. Eight of the victims who were shot had immediately life-threatening injuries. Another seven suffered life-threatening injuries, and six more had what we are told are minor injuries. The woman killed was identified by her employer, KKFI, as radio DJ Lisa Lopez. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves says... Three people have been detained as they continue investigating. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson is not getting kind words from the White House. For the last month, Speaker Johnson says he's asked for a meeting with President Biden to talk about the border and national security, and that request hasn't been granted. And I'm going to continue to insist on that because they're very serious issues that need to be addressed. But White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says Speaker Johnson rejected a deal negotiated by the Senate that would reform border security laws in exchange for passing President Biden's foreign aid request. Johnson claimed the reforms would make the situation at the border worse and has said he won't bring the $95 billion aid bill to the floor. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. The Kansas Department of Transportation is requesting a study and public engagement to be done on a portion of I-135 through Wichita, known as the Canal Route. Highway will reach the end of its service life in the next 10 to 15 years, and officials want to plan for replacement and improvements. They also plan to address congestion on the elevated portion of the highway. At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, Chairman Ryan Beatty proclaimed this as Black History Month. Observing Black History Month provides opportunities to gain a deeper understanding of African-American history and acknowledge the centuries of struggles for equality and freedom. And whereas Black History Month also celebrates the achievements and contributions that African-Americans have made in shaping our country, society, and communities. Black History Month was officially recognized in 1976 by President Gerald Ford. A Massachusetts couple volunteered to take in illegal immigrants and had four four of them show up at their door an hour later. As Massachusetts shelters hit capacity and migrant families are sleeping inside Boston Logan International Airport, Colin and Jessica Stokes say they wanted to step up and make a difference. The parents and two children traveled from Chile, first to Texas and then Massachusetts. The two kids are currently waiting to be put in a school. The Stokes claim the family of four is appreciative and hope that other families will use them as a case study and decide to put migrants up in their own homes as well. Ted Lindner, Fox News. New York City, its schools and public hospital system all suing several tech giants. The lawsuit claims TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, and others are fueling a youth mental health crisis. Mayor Eric Adams. This is not a demonizing of the industry of technology and social media, but this is specifically addressing uh, the impact this is having on our, on our children. 
Plaintiff's lawyers claim children are addicted to the platforms. The country's largest school district says it's responded to disruptions in and out of classrooms and provided counseling for anxiety and depression. A spokesman for YouTube parent company Google says the allegations are simply not true. TikTok claims they have industry-leading safeguards to protect teens' well-being. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. After enjoying some spring-like weather the last few days, some cooler air has come in behind a trough of low pressure. Another system will arrive early tomorrow. Still, though, today's high running above average, up to 52. Partly cloudy overnight, turning colder are low 32. And a chance of light rain mixed with snow early Friday and near 40. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. And now a cloudy sky, 32 degrees, and we have a north wind gusting to 30 miles per hour. And that's making it feel kind of chilly out there. From Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 734, Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. And we uh, talk about, uh, from time to time, about uh, uh, Carl's Tire, Goodyear Tire, Joe Padrava, Padrava and uh, talked to Joe yesterday. Had a flat tire on my car, my tribute. Had a nail up in the wall. And you can, you got a nail up in the wall of the tire, you can't fix it. Yeah. So I wound up with two new ones. And... Uh, Joe took care of me. He did a good job and uh, made me a nice deal. And just uh, wanted to say thank you to him. Excellent. And we get to get got to keep the truck truck running a while longer, make it to work every day. Seven thirty four now. Steve at the end of the morning here on KNSS, and uh, there's some uh, some uh, trouble brewing apparently, or some some interest difference between the Senate Republicans and House Speaker Mike Johnson. With us this morning, Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning, Steve. We heard a report just just a minute ago from Fox about uh, a couple of minutes ago, but the White House is not <laughs> not talking to Mr. Johnson, and uh, apparently yeah. he's some of his own party are not talking to him either. What's going on? Well, you know, the Senate and the House seem to be a little bit on different pages, but you know, a lot of senators aligned with Speaker Johnson where they didn't want to vote for this foreign aid bill uh, because there weren't enough border provisions attached to it, or they just opposed the idea of sending money overseas when we have uh, $34 trillion in debt and we also have uh, borders that need to be secured. So there's a lot of disagreement amongst the party, but I think there is a push from House Republicans to try to get some type of border security bill through uh, within the next coming weeks. Could you do that separately than uh, from the other bill or not? I don't think so. I don't think so. It would be hard for them to make Democrats on board. On you know, one of them includes maybe less funding for Ukraine and, and might not include humanitarian aid, but you know would also uh, border provisions that are negotiated. But we'll have to wait and see. All right. So at this point, uh, just yeah, you know, I just say wait and see. That seems like we've been on wait and see for quite a while now. Did they have a deadline on getting this done or not, Ryan? No, I mean we we don't have to send money overseas, and nor do we <laughs> uh, have to pass a border bill. I mean it, it, that's the reality of it. And according to a lot of Republicans. They believe President Biden can secure the border through executive order right now or if he just enforced the current laws on the books. But, you know, they're going to go on recess today after they finish voting around two o'clock. And then uh, we're coming back to a government shutdown fight and an impeachment hearing. So it should be fun. You're going to have uh, going on recess now. When do you come? When do they come back for the recess then, Ryan? I believe it's in two weeks. In two weeks, so okay. they'll be they'll they'll be right up against the uh, funding deadline for uh, when we run out of money. So March first uh, is the first government shutdown fight. All right. Thanks for being with us this morning. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz talking about the trying to get something passed 
with that uh, border situation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hanging over their heads. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. And uh, Ted, uh, uh, I got a controversy here. It said, I came, I saw, I concord. A New Hampshire lawmaker wants to amend the state law to include an official pronunciation of the capital city, one of, one of many communities called Concord across the country, while North Carolinians pronounce the second syllable so it rhymes like board. New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and California are among those who favor something closer to the words of Julius Caesar, conquered. Conquered. C-U-R-D. Yeah. Representative Earl Eric Gallagher, a Democrat from Concord, or Concord, also wants to include an official pronunciation of New Hampshire in state law to make it clear that Shire rhymes with fur, not fire. Okay. He proposes including the official pronunciation Written out according to the International Phonetic Alphabet. Really? There's a lot of people around saying the New Hampshire primary? Yeah, instead of a section of the law, this symbols such as the official state sport and song, and apparently in New Hampshire, this is all they have to do. Uh, well, they've only been around for two, three hundred years. You'd think they would address this sooner. This is one of our first states, right? Does nobody ever mispronounce Kansas, do they? I'm not aware of it if they do. Mm. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. Did you hear we were talking about Joe uh, Pedraja and uh, Carl Sire yesterday? I had a flat tire, Ted, on my 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 Mazda tribute. That's always a pain. Surprising, something like that happened during the day. Fortunately, this was early yesterday morning. Fortunately, I had uh, the other car, the backup car, and was able to to get to to work okay. And then Joe and I, Joe came by and we took the car downtown, put a new tire on it. Very nice. We aired it up, and away we went. So two, in fact, I got two new tires. But Joe, Joe's uh, at Carl's. He'll take care of you. That's that's the point of the whole thing. All right. So Ash Wednesday, uh, my uh, bride and I went to the uh, to and went to Mass at Cathedral at about what five o'clock yesterday, five fifteen yesterday, and almost a packed house. Um, Shelley and I and Stacy, our daughter, went with us. Got got the ashes. And then after that, uh, Shelly and I dropped by for a romantic uh, dinner at New Way on West Douglas. Hey, now. I like that. Pretty tasty. Had a New Way with cheese, had onion rings. Well, now I'm going to be hungry for New Way. The onion rings. rings Scratch that itch. Really perfect. And I had a small cup of chili. Did you have any root beer? Had a root beer. Oh. Checked everything off the list there. Nice. Yeah, you were checking the boxes. Yeah, checking the boxes. Chili, the root beer. 
Yeah. Nice. The new way. What could be better? Well, yeah. When it comes to marriage, crumbly is good. Mm-hmm. Crumbly is good. <laughs> it is. Had plenty of crumbly last Dang, night. that sounds good. Yep. I'll try it. You know, I were there today. Did you? Uh, I presume you you hit you went to mass yesterday. I did not. Ah, wow. Why do you presume you just, I did? Well, I did because you're 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 pretty devout. But you know, you get busy too. You were working. And if there's no place, there's no time. Well, it's not day. a holy day of obligation. I just okay. uh, didn't make it yesterday. Didn't make it this time. All right. I'll be there on Sunday. Yeah. In fact, I think I'm singing on Sunday. Well, you better be there then. They can't have any mass without a singer, right? 740 now. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal on the way, Ted. I did fast yesterday. I did observe oh, wow. the day. Good I for just, you. I didn't go to mass. Lent but, has begun. But I did not have any meat. Oh. I did not eat very much yesterday. There you go. January was a good month for home sales in Sedgwick County. That's what we're going to talk about on the Wichita Business Journal update. Coming up with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS 746 here on this uh, Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Kansas House passes Bain's Law. Increasing penalties for harming police dogs. The bill now goes to the Senate. Lawyers asking courts to speed up Donald Trump's election interference trial. One. One dead, 21 injured in gunfire at conclusion of Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Watch out, we have a stalled-out vehicle. This is southbound on I-235, pretty close to 21st or 25th Street North. And there's some pretty heavy traffic in that area. We've also got some really heavy traffic on Zoo Boulevard, and that's approaching uh, I-235 uh, over there in West Wichita. So uh, some really heavy traffic around there as well. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and cooler today with a high of 54 degrees. Yesterday's high was 67. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 35. For Friday, partly sunny, breezy, and cooler. Tomorrow's high, just 42 degrees. So we're getting back in the neighborhood of winter time. Now a cloudy sky. We have a north wind gusting to 30 miles per hour and 32 degrees. Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330. A-N-S-S. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With the change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jacks is open Tuesday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. Steve's head of the morning here on KNSS 748 now, and again 32 degrees. On Wall Street Wednesday, the Dow closed up 152 points, S&P up 47, NASDAQ up 204 points. Markets in rebound mode, all three major averages finishing in the green after Tuesday's sell-off on higher-than-expected inflation data. Big tech, industrial, and financial stocks leading today's bounce as falling bond yields gave the markets a lift. Yesterday's sell-off highlighted investor concerns about interest rates and the likelihood that the Fed will pause plans for rate cuts. But today, Chicago Fed Chief Austin Goolsby saying he believes rates are on the path to 2%. Uber shares higher after announcing a $7 billion stock buyback plan. Tomorrow, January retail sales will be out. 
and closely watched by investors for clues to the health of consumers. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. In local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, Sedgwick County Home Sales did something last month they hadn't done in a long time. They went up, according to the latest South Central Kansas MLS data. Sales volume last month up 1.5% to 400 units compared to January of last year. That's the first year-over-year increase in the county's closed listings since August of 2022. Meanwhile, following three straight months of price declines closing out last year, the median sales price increased by more than 5% versus the prior year, up to $200,000. A veteran-owned Wichita-based company that repairs aircraft components is set to expand by year's end. Richard Cox, the owner and founder of Cox Air Parts and a U.S. Army veteran, expects to break ground on a 20,000-square-foot building at Mays Industrial Park. That's near 53rd Street North and 119th Street West in Mays. With a 13,000-square-foot mezzanine workplace, the $3.5 million expansion will allow the family-owned company to hire more employees and increase the output. Chicken Max is plugging in a veteran of one of the world's largest fast food chains as it looks to continue its franchise expansion this year and beyond. The Wichita-based restaurant brand announcing that Jeff Fromm, who spent nearly three decades at Subway, is Chicken Max's new vice president of franchise sales and development. Fromm's time at Subway, which has more than 37,000 restaurants in more than 100 countries, included working on franchise development for the brand across North America. The addition of the Chicken Max team comes after... Last year saw the company open its first three franchise locations. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Internet pioneer Cisco Systems is jettisoning more than 4,000 employees. It's the latest to join the parade of technology companies in a job-cutting trend that has helped boost their profits and stock prices. But the trend has also served as a sobering reminder of the job insecurity hanging over Mm -hmm. an industry increasingly embracing artificial intelligence. Don't have to pay them any health care for artificial, I guess. All right, an announcement this morning coming from Allegiant Travel Company, kicking off spring and summer seasonal service from Wichita, Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport, to Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, as part of the airline's seasonal expansion in 23 cities around the country. Not too early, apparently, to start planning for that vacation in Florida. Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, via Destin, Fort Walton Beach Airport, beginning February 15th, that's today, 2024, with flights operating up to three times weekly. So if you want to get down to the that uh, beautiful area of the country, right, there you go. Allegiant Air. Have you ever been to there, to that way place, Ted, uh, that part of the country? Uh, yeah, I went down, to, me and my dad went down to spring training for the Pittsburgh Pirates in 2008. <laughs> Of course, my son was stationed at Pensacola or near there for about three years, I guess. And so we got down to Florida a couple of times. And Destin is not far from where he was living. And it's it's a beautiful place there. It's, it's a bay, there's a bay there. And the water is just, the sand is perfectly white. It's whiter than this paper. And it's, it's the, the water is clear. You can see the bottom. And uh, we just had a ball. Uh, my granddaughter, who was, gosh, how old was she at that time? five or six, we went out and gathered up all these little clams that were out there, crabs, and made a collection of about 30 of them and just had a great day at the beach there. 
That's a, it's a beautiful place, Destin in Florida. Yeah, me and my dad were in Bradenton, same deal. Beautiful, pristine beach. And I was like, why am I not living here? Like people love Florida. Why am I? Yeah. <laughs> hey, coming up Sunday, we got something special, 6 o'clock Sunday evening. It's our next uh, KNSS Music uh, Series. And we're going to have an hour-long special in support of the 50th anniversary edition of Paul McCartney and Wings' third album, 1973's Band on the Run. Going to be interviews, people talking about the the album and music and some music involved so uh paul will be on of course that's an hour long and it should be a lot of fun six o'clock sunday uh, sunday night tune in for that all right ted let's see what's going on today in history or today in their big world book here oh today is national gumdrop day Uh, not one of my favorites but uh you can eat gumdrops you can have them for the to, to, to celebrate just eat gumdrops as many as you want if you're a gumdropper uh, tasty, colorful candy, coated with sugar. Yeah, it is. I'm going to argue with the word tasty. Well, tasty, Ugh. but is it good tasty or yeah. bad tasty? Gumdrop day. Not Steve, my fave. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. All right, Steve and Ted, and uh, we're going to come. Uh, we got the 8 o'clock hour on the way, Ted. And uh, uh, so we ask you, ladies and gentlemen out there in radio land, to stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll have the latest on that deadly parade shooting in Kansas City. Ted will have sports, right, Ted? Yeah, the Shocker men's basketball team on the road tonight. We'll preview that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news on the way. We've got the Blur coming up, too. This might be a blue metal edition of the Blur. It's going to be special. Yeah, we have some really good audio. That'll be at 835 this morning. And, of course, we have traffic and weather. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Kansas City Victory Parade ends in deadly gunfire. We have the story. Lawyers want to speed up Trump's election interference trial. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. Yesterday we hit 67 degrees for the high in Wichita, and today maybe about 20 degrees cooler. Our complete forecast and what to expect here in just a few minutes. At least eight children are among 22 people who were hit by gunfire in a shooting at the conclusion of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade Wednesday. Police say one person was killed. She was identified as radio station KKFI DJ Lisa Lopez. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas was joined with mayors across the country in calling for new laws to reduce gun violence, including mandating universal background checks. Those who have experienced or been part of or connected to a mass shooting, that is something that I hope we all recognize is highly problematic for all of us. I continue to commend our police officers, our firefighters, and others who were there to respond instantly. But we also need to figure out a way to make sure that things like this stop happening in our country. Authorities say three people have been detained in the investigation. Former President Donald Trump's legal team requesting the Supreme Court to hear his election interference case early. 
Fox's David Spunt reports. Special counsel Jack Smith had until Tuesday to file his response, but he did so less than a week early, showing he's ready to get this trial on the move, and he wants the justices to do so. He wants them to take up this issue as soon as possible, make a decision. I want to read part of this. He says, and the public interest in a prompt trial is at its zenith. We're here. A former president is charged with conspiring to subvert the electoral process so he could remain in office. The nation has a compelling interest in seeing the charges brought to trial. The former president is charged with attempting to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election, which has made some states remove him from their 2024 ballots. A Wichita man has been sentenced to two years in prison for a crash in 2022 that killed his son. 29-year-old Devin Saucedo pleaded guilty in 2023 to involuntary manslaughter while driving under the influence and driving with a suspended license. His nine-year-old son died after the car they were in hit a truck and a wall. Salcedo was also ordered to pay nearly $10,000 in restitution. The Kansas House of Representatives has passed Bain's Law that increases the penalties for harming or killing a police dog. Under current law, anyone convicted would face a sentence anywhere from a month to a year in prison. The Police Dog Protection Act, if approved, would triple the amount of time served, as well as a fine of up to $10,000. That bill now advances to the Kansas Senate. A migrant who assaulted an NYPD officer in Times Square last week has been arrested again, this time for a different crime. Fox's Bill Malushin has more. 19-year-old Darwin Andres Gomez Isquiel is accused of assaulting a Macy security guard and stealing clothes worth over $600 and is now back in custody for this new crime. Now, before he was captured, NYPD posted in part, quote, one of the migrants who assaulted our officers last week in Times Square is back at it again. This time he was part of a group that robbed a department store in Queens. They also assaulted an employee. Police are still looking for three other people who were involved in the robbery. At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, Chairman Ryan Beatty read a proclamation declaring this as Black History Month. The origins of Black History Month date back to 1915 when Dr. Carter G. Woodson founded the organization known today as the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. Black History Month was officially recognized for the first time in 1976. KNSS News Time now, 8.03, three minutes past 8 o'clock. More info and commentary about yesterday's deadly shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs pep rally. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. A convicted killer in New York State has been freed on a technicality. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 808. Eight minutes past eight o'clock, 32 degrees. This coming Tuesday, February 20th, is the last day you can register to vote or change your party affiliation for the Kansas presidential primary. It is also the deadline to submit an advanced mail ballot application. For this primary, only registered Republicans or Democrats can vote for candidates in their declared party. A convicted killer in the state of New York freed on a technicality. 
Terrence Lewis had his indictment dismissed and was released earlier this month from a maximum security prison in Seneca County where he had been serving a sentence of 22 years to life for a 2015 fatal drive-by shooting. A judge ruled Monroe County officials violated federal law when he was sent back to federal prison in Pennsylvania where he was serving a sentence for a drug conviction as he awaited trial in the New York case. That law, approved by Congress in 1970, says a prisoner charged with an unrelated crime in another jurisdiction must be held and tried in that jurisdiction before being returned to the place of their original imprisonment or else the case must be dismissed. Lee Silicera, Fox News. The inventor of a supermarket staple has died. Michigan native William Post, known by Bill, is credited with inventing a beloved toaster treat. Pop-tarts! Crazy good. Though he'd always say it was a team effort. Pop-Tarts introduced in 1964 after a request from Kellogg's reps. The then unfrosted pastry sold out in two weeks. Post worked at the Heckman Biscuit Company, which would eventually become Keebler. Starting with a part-time gig washing trucks at 16, he served time in the Army Air Corps, attended Calvin College, rose to plant manager, and eventually was promoted to senior vice president. He survived by his kids, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. Bill Post was 96. Lillian Wu, Fox News. More than 160 couples got married on St. Valentine's Day in San Francisco. To have and to hold from this day forward. It was a busy and bustling day at San Francisco City Hall. Serious and yet joyful. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Yay, you may kiss. Woo! Valentine's Day will always be extra special for those who chose this day to marry. Couples come from around the Bay Area, the state, and the world to marry in San Francisco. We do our marriages in English, French, Spanish, and Cantonese languages if requested. John Pleschk has worked in City Hall for 23 years. Married about 10,000 couples. It's so much fun to be with people, and they're so happy. In San Francisco, Alice Wirtz, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.10, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. We have a stalled-out vehicle eastbound on Kellogg, and this is right around Meridian, eastbound on Kellogg around Meridian. Uh, the traffic volume's still pretty high, so watch for that to slow down. Traffic update from 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The wind has switched to the north, and that has ushered in some cooler air across south-central Kansas. We can expect to be partly cloudy and breezy today with a high 52. Variable clouds overnight. We drop to the freezing mark at 32. Then a secondary system arrives with a chance of light rain or light snow briefly Friday and a high near 40. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a cloudy sky. We have a north wind gusting to 30 miles per hour and a chilly 32 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Ted, I'd like to take a couple of minutes and just talk a little bit about the, the shooting in Kansas City yesterday. At the, I guess at the conclusion of the, the big parade involving the Kansas City Chiefs and their families. And it happened uh, right down near Union Station, mm-hmm. which is a, a really neat place. That's right. Uh, there's a little hill next to that where you've got the uh, World War I monument. Mm-hmm. 
and it's right around the corner from the Crown Center. It's a place where my family and I have been many, many times. The Union Station, uh, in fact, several years ago, I think you and I were in there and had a had a little toddy, I think. Yeah, yeah. At uh, the Union Station, it's a and they had a. We were there for a Titanic exhibition several years ago. At any rate, that's where it occurred, and of course, just hundreds and thousands of kids around, and eight kids were wounded in this thing. The the uh, DJ, uh, her name was Lisa Lopez, you know. And when you hear that, when I heard that, the first thing I was thought was, well, do you think somebody targeted her because they knew her, or they were just wanting, or did this something something at random? These are some questions that are, I'm sure, going to come out over the over the next few days. There is a, a couple from Mays, uh, Trey and Casey Filter. They're being interviewed. They were interviewed on Cake uh, today. And it appears that uh, Trey, 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 the husband, tackled one of the gunmen, if, if not the gunman, and that his wife quickly, Casey, quickly grabbed the gun and got it out of the mm-hmm. way. So, you know, if you know, this all bears out, that good gravy. What a courageous couple and what quick thinking. To, to think that, and, and for him, hey, the guy's got a gun. He tackles him anyway. Man, the adrenaline must have been pumping. So, anyway. Yeah, it's one of those situations where you just react and do yeah. the right thing. You don't have time to think about it. And I was thinking about it earlier today because I'm not a reactor. I've been in a couple situations where something happened, and I've just kind of froze for a minute, and other people there jumped right in. Uh, uh, I can think of one instance where my granddaughter was thrown from a horse, and, and I was kind of stunned and didn't know how to react. My brother Jerry, who's a former EMT, jumped on her right away and grabbed her and, and you know, took over. And I'm thinking, what do I do now? I'm not a reactor, but some people are, and apparently these folks were. Okay. Hallelujah. Way to go. Uh, but anyway, there you go. Uh, yeah, and as the mayor said, is there any place we can go in America anymore and, and have a gathering of people without being afraid we're going to be shot? Does it come down to that? It has come down to that. It is. And the we've had shootings at the last three major sporting championships. Dallas had gunshots fired at the Texas Rangers championship, and the Denver Nuggets had gunshots fired after their championship. This one in Kansas City is now someone's killed. Oh, so those others, nobody was killed. No, it? I don't believe so. Oh, and some people with some very, very serious injuries, too. And, and kids involved. And, yeah, multiple children shot. Just terrible. <laughs> Well, it it puts a it puts a kind of a dark dark cast on the celebration of what was for for all of us who are Chiefs fans or sports fans, we're celebrating with the Chiefs and the great great season they had and a great finish, and then uh, this happens and hmm, God, you just wonder what are people thinking or are they thinking when they when they do something like this? Hmm. All right, well, I have no idea who the three people detained were, but I'm going to. I'm going to guess they were male and in their teens or twenties. That's that's what I would say. Yeah, there's a. I have no a, idea. There's I a, could be wrong, but not, that's certainly that would be, certainly be my guess. We're not stereotyping, but that's, every every story we report, it's a male in their teens or twenties with guns. Pattern goes back about 15 years, and there's got to be something in there that that's tricking the trigger. But yeah, you're exactly right. That's the profile I would go with. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, they're investigating. They've got plenty of videotape and plenty of plenty of witnesses. Uh, so, so sad. Yeah. Sad, sad situation in Kansas City. All right, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSN. It was, it was Valentine's Day. It was Ash Wednesday. 
A lot of great things going on, beautiful things, and then this. Now, let's go ahead and take a look at sports. It's part of the Ted Sports Report, of course, this morning. Ted Woodward on sports here with KNSS, as always, Ted. Yeah, that day of celebration yesterday turned yeah. into that tragedy. One woman was killed, and this is how one eyewitness described the scene. Other than the terror around me, um, I heard my daughter and I were trying to walk to get out from the parade because it was over, and then all of a sudden we hear gunshots. Fans had gathered in downtown Kansas City to celebrate the Chiefs winning their third Super Bowl in five years. Many are calling Paul Contreras a hero for tackling one of the alleged shooters and pinning him down until police arrived. A local Kansas City radio station says one of its DJs, Lisa Lopez, a mother of two, was the woman who was killed. That's Fox's Lucas Tomlinson with that report and some commentary on this all from ESPN from Adam Schefter. Yeah. Well, we take this story and extrapolate it now out to a Super Bowl parade. We could be talking about this particular event at a school. We could be talking about it at a mall. We could be talking about it at a nightclub. We could be talking about it at any facet of America. This is our country today, unfortunately, where you have a celebration happening in Kansas City to celebrate the world champions. And we are left here now to try to make sense of this particular situation. These images are happening everywhere, all the time, every day, every week in this country. It's disgusting. It's sickening. It's enough. How many times do we have to see this everywhere? So today, it's the Chiefs' turn. It's at a Super Bowl parade. Tomorrow, it will be somewhere else. Somebody else will lose their life. And we will continue to come on and try to make sense of something that is inexplicable. It's Adam Schefter on ESPN. All right, we have college men's basketball tonight. Wichita State are on the road. Shocker men at East Carolina. Shockers have never lost there. But Wichita State is trying to get back in the win column after losing seven straight road games. Haven't won a road game in three months. Shockers are a one-and-a-half-point underdog heading into this one. Shane Dennis and Bob Hull will have live coverage of this game at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening in Greenville, North Carolina. Listen to the Shocks on the road, 103.7. K-E-Y-N. We'll talk K-State men's basketball tonight, the weekly edition of the Jerome Tang Radio Show with the head coach at 7 o'clock on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. K-State has had a whole week to get ready for its next game, hosting TCU Saturday morning in Manhattan. Tonight, the Jerome Tang Radio Show. Juco men's basketball last night, Butler Community College on the road at Dodge City. Butler Grizzlies are ranked 22nd in the nation. Dennis Higgins had the call of the game on KFH. Tries to get open. He's going to force his shot, and he got it. My goodness, from the deep right wing with the shot clock at one. He hung in the air and hit about a 32-footer. A.J. Williams with his second three, and the Grizzlies lead 41-32. And Butler goes on to win it 84-76. Butler men, back-to-back wins, now 19-5 on the season. Let's go to other JUCO action. How about uh, the games last night, men's and women's? Hutchinson Community College on the road at Cowley. Wow. Start out with the women's game. Number one ranked Hutchinson wins again. Beat Cowley 81-62. The Hutchinson women are 24-0 on the season. They are ranked number one in the nation. Good for them. Undefeated season continues. Wow. And then we had a nationally ranked matchup in the men's game. 15th ranked Hutchinson, 9th ranked Cowley. And Hutchinson wins it close, 88-86. The Hutchinson men are undefeated on the road this season. They're on a seven-game winning streak overall, now 21-3 on the season. 
Great seasons continue for the Hutchinson Community College men yeah. and women. Let's go to the Friends women. They won again last night. They won on the road at Southwestern, 81-66. That is now a 12-game winning streak for the Friends women. They're in third place in the conference with a record of 20-5. and five. The first place team in the conference is Tabor. The Tabor ladies win again last night at home, beat Bethel 57-48. Tabor women on a nine-game winning streak. They're 21-4 and four on the season. Pro basketball in the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers win on the road at Utah, beat the Jazz 138-122. Starting at guard for the Lakers, former Wichita State shocker Austin Reeves, 9 of 13 shooting. On his way to 22 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 3 steals. The Lakers go into the All-Star break, having won 6 out of 7. They've won 4 straight road games. The Lakers in the number 9 spot in the Western Conference. And former Shocker Austin Reeves helping them out in the starting lineup. Speaking of former Shockers in the NBA, good news for rookie Craig Porter Jr. A year ago, he was playing for the Shockers. Now he's a multimillionaire. Craig Porter Jr., rookie with the Cavaliers, has now signed a full contract with the team, a four-year deal for $8 million. How about Craig Porter Jr., the former Shocker, getting a nice contract in the NBA with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nicely done. And that is Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe healing environment for caring employees that fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center, they improve the lives they touch. 821 now, keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean advises Republicans on how to win. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Stephen Ted in the morning here at KNSS. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on this Thursday morning and 32 degrees. Gunfire erupted at the end of Wednesday's parade to celebrate the Kansas City Chiefs' Super Bowl win. Kansas City Interim Fire Chief Ross Grundison says there were 22 gunshot victims with one fatality. We had eight what we considered immediately life-threatening patients. We had seven with uh, life-threatening injuries, and we had six that were at minor injuries. Of the most serious, the immediately life-threatening injuries, we had eight of those. Those were all transported and off the scene and route to hospitals within 10 minutes. Eight children were among 22 people hit by gunfire. The woman killed, identified by her employer, KKFI, as radio DJ Lisa Lopez. Including the gunshot victims and other injuries, nearly 30 people were hurt in the shooting, according to information from hospital officials. Authorities say three people have been detained in the investigation. A man who pled guilty to stealing an SUV with a six-year-old girl inside has been sentenced to just under five years in prison. 35-year-old Benjamin Brady was charged with kidnapping and theft. The girl's father left her in a car when he went into a liquor store in North Wichita. This was in 2022. Brady got into the vehicle and drove it to Oklahoma with the girl still inside. The Oklahoma Highway Patrol located and stopped the SUV about 22 miles south of the state line. The girl was not injured. There's been an alarming increase in the number of threats made against public officials. The number of threats targeting federal judges has more than doubled over the last three years amid a surge in violent and harassing messages directed at public officials all around the country. Ron Davis, the head of the U.S. Marshals Service, told a congressional hearing Wednesday they investigated 457 threats against federal judges last year. 
Davis said core to our democracy is an independent judiciary that can operate safely without the threat of violence. He also testified there's been a troubling increase in swatting or fake 911 calls aimed at provoking a police response. Jack Callahan, Fox News. The Department of Veterans Affairs says it surpassed the goal of housing homeless veterans by over 22 percent last year. They were able to permanently house over 46,000 homeless veterans in 2023, surpassing the calendar year goal to house 38,000 veterans by 22.5 percent. This is the second year in a row that the VA has housed more than 40,000 homeless veterans. In 2022, it housed more than 40,000 formerly homeless veterans, prevented more than 17,000 veterans and their families from falling into homelessness, and helped nearly 192,000 additional veterans' families who were experiencing financial difficulties to retain their homes or avoid foreclosure. The VA utilizes an evidence-based housing first approach to combat veteran homelessness by reaching out to homeless veterans in order to understand and address their unique needs. The approach prioritizes getting a veteran into housing and then providing them with the wraparound support they need to stay housed, including health care, job training, legal and education assistance, and more. To find out more about the VA's efforts to end veteran homelessness, click on the link in our news story. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. After enjoying some spring-like weather the last few days, some cooler air has come in behind a trough of low pressure. Another system will arrive early tomorrow. Still, though, today's high running above average, up to 52. Partly cloudy overnight, turning colder are low 32. And a chance of light rain mixed with snow early Friday and near 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Now cloudy sky, 32 degrees. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Stephen Head of the Morning, KNSS, 8.51 now. Three big things. Three Kansas House passes Bain's Law, increasing penalties for harming police dogs. Two. Lawyers asking courts to speed up Donald Trump's election interference trial. One. One dead, 21 injured in gunfire at conclusion of Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Gasoline prices this week uh, here in the Wichita area jumped up to... uh, $2.99 Two ninety nine a gallon. That's still the most common price we're seeing out there. Two ninety nine a gallon. Traffic update from ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and cooler today with a high of fifty four degrees. Increasing clouds tonight. The overnight low thirty five. For Friday, partly sunny, breezy, and cooler. Tomorrow's high forty two degrees. Now cloudy, thirty two degrees. A north wind gusting to thirty miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning, Wall Street trading is underway, and the Dow is up by 169 points. S&P's up around 12, and the NASDAQ is trading down by 5 points. 
Americans pulled back on shopping last month. Retail sales declined in January, down eight-tenths of a percent. Economists were predicting a drop because cold and wet weather in large parts of the U.S. kept people from shopping last month. But the decline was even larger than forecast. Excluding autos, the decline was six-tenths of a percent. Fluctuations in gas prices were not a big factor. Excluding autos and gas, the drop was still five-tenths of a percent. The weaker January retail sales numbers follow a strong December. Ginny Kosolda, Fox News. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, a veteran-owned Wichita-based company that repairs aircraft components is set to expand by the end of the year. Richard Cox is the owner and founder of Cox Air Parts and a U.S. Army veteran. Expects to break ground on a 20,000-square-foot building at Mays Industrial Park. That's at 53rd North and 119th West in Mays. With a 13,000-square-foot mezzanine workspace... $3.5 million expansion will allow the family-owned company to hire more employees and increase output. Chicken Max is plugging in a veteran of one of the world's largest fast food chains as it looks to continue its franchise expansion in 2024 and beyond. The Wichita-based restaurant brand announced that Jeff Fromm, who spent nearly three decades at Subway, is Chicken Max's new vice president of franchise sales and development. Fromm's time at Subway which has more than 37,000 restaurants in over 100 countries, included working on franchise development for the brand across North America. The addition to the Chicken Max team comes after a 2023 that saw the company open its first three franchise locations. Sedgwick County Home Sales did something last month they hadn't done in a long time. They went up. According to the latest South Central Kansas MLS data, sales volume last month up 1.5% to 400 units compared to January last year. That's the first year-over-year increase in the county's closings, uh, closed listings since August of 2022. Meanwhile, following three straight months of price declines finishing out last year, the median sales price up more than 5% to $200,000 versus the prior year. Local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. All right, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and their fans celebrating in Kansas City, marred by the, the shooting, and uh, all of our uh, support is for those folks as they... The community tries to recover here, and all baseball, softball, baseball fans, sports fans everywhere. Ah, tragic thing, tragic thing. All right, Ted, uh, who's having a birthday today? How about Jane Seymour? Jane, you know, her, she is. Uh, she started in, a, of course, what was the TV show she was in? Uh, something about Medicine Woman, was Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Yeah, which was I thought was kind of goofy, but uh, she was also in. Uh, uh, somewhere in time. Oh, and she was a Bond girl. War and Remembrance. Yeah, miniseries. My wife just loves her. Oh, she's, she's great. I love Jane. I Seymour. think her. her Here's a funny thing. I think her eyes are two different colors. Okay, They're like one's green and one's blue, or something like that. We anyway. also have a birthday. Our coworker Jury is celebrating a birthday really? today. Jury, longtime coworker. Hey, happy birthday, Jury! Short way to go. Coming up, we got the Glenn Beck program this morning. Steve Baker's on. He's a journalist. Going to talk about something about a pipe bomb at January sixth. That's on the way. Top of the hour news this morning is a deadly gunfire at the conclusion of the Chiefs' victory parade. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show. News updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.